Hello, and welcome to our weekly podcast of Who's Here in the Hamptons. I'm Dan Rettiner, your host, broadcasting from my home in the Hamptons, where I have lived for over 55 years. I've written a dozen books about this glorious place, and I've seen it grow through the years from small tourist towns, quaint fishing villages, and a summer playground for high society, to what it is today, a world-class resort for celebrities, artists, musicians, authors, and billionaires. In my podcast, I will bring you interviews with not only these people, but also prominent local people who have helped shape the Hamptons. Today's podcast, in honor of Black History Month, is with Florence Ralston, a prominent physician in the area who was specializing in OBGYN. I had looked her up a little bit before and discovered that on any platform that I could find her, people rated her at five stars, which I thought was great. I guess we'll get to that. But the first thing I wanted to talk about, you've been a doctor for 20 years out here, or maybe not all out here, but tell us where you're from and how you grew, where you grew up. Uh, I was born in Guyana, South America, uh, but I grew up in Brooklyn, in East Flatbush. And I left uh, Brooklyn to go to college and then medical school. And then I came back to New York uh, to do my residency uh, at Stony Brook. Where did you live in Brooklyn? And uh, tell me a little bit about your growing up. I grew up in East Flatbush. If you know Brooklyn at all, it's sort of uh, in the central, a little bit south part of Brooklyn, next to Canarsie on one side and Crown Heights and Flatbush on the other side. Uh, I went to high school at Nazareth Regional High School, um, which is a a co-ed Catholic high school uh, in East Flatbush, two blocks away from my house. And uh, I, I love Brooklyn. I, uh, when people ask me where I'm from, I usually say I'm from Brooklyn. Is that, is that where an overhead subway goes through uh, near Avenue M? No, there's no overhead subway in that part of Brooklyn. There's an overhead uh, subway in East New York, uh, which is a little bit uh, closer to Queens. than well, East the, the reason I mention it is my grandparents were, who were immigrants. Uh, lived on Avenue M in Flatbush. And I remembered the overpass from when I was a boy. Oh, okay. I I think I know what you're talking about. There is an overpass. I forget what line that is, maybe the D train or something that runs through that that part of Brooklyn. What, uh, when did you decide you wanted to be a doctor? Had you been wanting to be something else before that? Well, I didn't decide that I wanted to go to medical school until I was in college, actually. Um, I went uh, to college to study engineering. Where was Uh, it? I went to MIT. I see. And uh, about halfway through, I was was taking a biology lab class uh, with my best friend, who was a biology major in pre-med. And uh, we were taking the class together and she uh, said to me, uh, how come you're, this comes so naturally to you and you're doing so much better in this class and why aren't you going to medical school? And I said, I'm not going to medical school, I'm an engineer. What's wrong with you? 
but she um, she sort of saw something in me, I guess. You know, sometimes people can see things in you that you don't always recognize in yourself. And uh, she hooked me up with her pre-med advisor and her advisor sort of talked to me and gave me like a personality aptitude test. And she said, you know, you need to be in a career where you're working directly with people and you've got, you know, great uh, uh, people skills and, and uh, I think a career in medicine would be good for you. So what are you doing for your research project next semester? And I hadn't picked a research project yet. And she said, okay, I'm gonna hook you up. So she connected me with a cardiologist at uh, Mass General and I shadowed him and I went to his office and we went to the cardiac cath lab. And you know, I spent a lot of time just following him around and watching what he did. And I said, this guy's not working that hard. I could do this. <laughs> right. <laughs> little, did I, little did I know how hard it was. But then I did my next project at the um, Boston VA. And uh, we did some work with stroke victims and uh, brain mapping. And that really piqued my interest in medicine. What, uh, what did your family like? Did, uh, did, uh, was your dad a doctor or? No, I, uh, I am the first, but not the only physician in my family. Uh, my mom was a nurse, uh, uh, worked in nursing for uh, many years at uh, Maimonides in Brooklyn. And uh, I have a lot of nurses in my family, but before I went to medical school, there were no physicians in my family. Then uh, when, when had, what brought you out to the eastern end of Long Island? 20 years ago, this place was, uh, it was very rural and uh, the, uh, the hospitals were pretty, I guess you'd say small. And how, how did you come to come out to the East End, how old were you? Well, I, uh, as I mentioned, I did my residency at Stony Brook and uh, my boss at the time knew that I was looking for a private practice job once I finished. And I had thought, you know, initially that I would go back uh, maybe to the city and I had interviewed for some jobs in Manhattan. But she said to me, she said, you know, there's a really good group out in Southampton and I think he would really fit in with them and uh, you should go interview with them. I said, Southampton, where, where is that? <laughs> and she said, no, get me your resume. I'm gonna send it to them and I want you to set up an interview with these people. So I said, okay. So I drove out, um, I was living with my sister uh, in Popeg at the time. And I drove out to Southampton in August on a Saturday morning uh, and there was no traffic. I see. If you can believe that. But I drove out and I looked at the area and I interviewed with the um, physicians in the Hamptons Gynecology Group. And I really liked it. Uh, they were, they seemed really fair and put their patients uh, first. And uh, I really uh, felt a connection with them. And uh, they offered me a job and I accepted and it's been almost 25 years. And um, you have offices now in Southampton and in R Riverhead, you can go back and forth between the two? 
Uh, yes, we actually have four offices, Southampton, Riverhead, Hampton Bays, and Cinema Riches. Uh, but I primarily work out of Southampton and Riverhead. I guess you deliver, you've delivered a great many babies. Is that part I of have, it? I don't, I don't know my, the exact number, but I think I'm getting close to about 3,000. What, what do you find that is most important in going through a pregnancy with someone uh, that, that has earned you such accolades as I have seen on the, uh, on the, in the web? people like you? Well, I mean, I think um, like with any relationship, it's built on trust. And I think um, it's very important for healthcare providers to listen to patients, to hear their concerns, uh, and to respond to them in a caring way. We are both on the board of directors of the Bridgehampton Child Care Center. Yes. Uh, I've, long, I've been on it a lot, much longer than you. And when I was first on it, which was almost 20 years ago, and you must have seen it yourself, the place was kind of a little rundown former farmhouse on the Sag Harbor Turnpike. Yeah. And uh, Let, Let's say homey. Okay, it's, uh, <laughs> were you connected up in any way with that at that time? So um, when, I, when I was first approached to come on the board, and I was on the board for a few years, and then I left, and now I'm back again. Um, we did have that old dilapidated uh, farmhouse that we tried to use every square inch of, as I recall to provide the most uh, programming for the kids and for the community. And as you know, now we're growing and expanding in our, in our programs and, and our physical space uh, with our new building uh, coming along. Yeah, it's a wonderful building. I walked through it the other, it the other day. It's gonna be opening, I think, in the next, um, within the next month or two. Fantastic. 7,000 square feet, and uh, it's just a wonderful thing. And I think we can both just uh, look in amazement at our director, Bonnie Cannon, who has uh, just, just an amazing job in uh, bringing this she, in. Who knew that this was ever gonna be something? Yeah, she, she is a force of nature. I, uh, I can't believe her energy and uh, really her commitment uh, to the children is astounding. Did you ever uh, uh, do any programs yourself there or uh, lectures or talks to the children? Uh, I've done it a couple of times. I did one of the teen uh, talks and uh, I gave a health talk uh, a couple of years ago and I participated in the Scrabble tournament last year, which is fun. Where do you live now? I live in Southampton. You have a family here yourself? I live with my partner, uh, Roberto Borgonio. He and I have been together for about 15 years. And uh, he has a, a, a grown son, Robert, who is up in Boston. And that's, uh, that's, your, that's the family. Um, mm -hmm. And I, then I have my 
my uh, mom is still in Brooklyn. My family is spread out over uh, Long Island, Queens, New Jersey. Do you ever get together as a group? Sure. I hosted Thanksgiving. <laughs> they all came out? Yeah. How many did you have? Uh, I think about 30. That's a great piece. Yeah, it was, it was great fun. I love getting together with my family. We should talk a little bit about what the childcare is. And then the programs that we have are as for teenagers and... Uh, yeah, um, we're, we're fortunate to have a lot of uh, programming geared toward different age groups. So we have our, our littles and our middles, we have our teens, we have our young adults, and we have different programming uh, geared toward uh, each group. And then we have some uh, adult uh, programming as well. We have a lecture series, um, for adults, we have the computer classes, the SAT prep, and as I mentioned, the teen program and the, the after-school programs. So we, we offer a lot uh, to the community, and I think sometimes people don't realize that it's more than just uh, the after-school programming. Well, yes, the summer camp is a big, big deal. Yeah. Most, most summer camps uh, cost tens of thousands of dollars for our kids to go to out here. And ours is, uh, I think you can spend the summer with us for something around $1,000, $900. It's quite quite a large program, about 80 kids come out. Yeah, and they um, they have the, the trips to the beach, they have the trips to see me, uh, you know, the Children's Museum of the East End. Um, they have a lot of, uh, a lot of good activities. And we also have a lot of recreational facilities at the uh, center. Uh, tennis court um, for kids. We have uh, basketball courts. We have soccer field. We, we have, have a dance studio. We have a music studio. Mm -hmm. the dance studio, yeah. So much of the others. Did you ever do one of the talks to the kids yourself about uh, what they can be, help them decide what they wanted to be when they grew up? Uh, I have not done like a uh, like a career day type of thing uh, at the yeah. center. I don't know if we've had one recently. Yeah. Um, but that might be something to to talk to Bonnie about. Um, and describe, I know the answers to this, but everyone else doesn't, about what the new plan is to add to the property. So as you mentioned, we are uh, about to open a brand new building uh, that's going to host uh, classrooms, a computer lab. The lower level is going to be for community uh, group gatherings, lectures, talks, birthday parties, <laughs> all that kind of stuff. And then we're gonna have, um, you know, the administrative offices uh, and uh, offices for our, our teachers as well. And we're planning even bigger. That's right. We are um, getting our plans together for 
an even larger facility that's going to hold uh, a gymnasium uh, and a pool. Yep, it's quite something. It's going to well, be spectacular. Well, it's good to get to know you more. I know you from our, our monthly meetings. And uh, I want to thank you for being on the uh, podcast with me. And uh, I will see you at our next meeting, fourth Thursday at five o'clock every month. Sounds great, Dan. Thank you. Florence Rolston, uh, medical doctor in the Hamptons for many years. And uh, thanks for being on the show. You're welcome. Okay.